You, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I am DJ Impact. We've got the group here, Matt Michael, Simon Street, Sin City Steve. And we're here to talk about some of the wrestling shows that you saw this past week. Pretty much minus the uh, pay-per-views. Hopefully you got a chance to hear that or download that. And um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We thank you for hanging out with us. And if you're watching this live, feel free to throw your uh, comments into... Uh, however you write your comments in and as we see fit we'll try to get it on and and we'll go from there um and with that let's go ahead and get ready to start the show with our four-way stop all right sin city steve tell us what was your highlights out of all the wrestling shows that went down this past week Oh my God! I, th- I think that there's still a wrestling show going on somewhere. <laughs> my God. Um, so anyway, um, not to recap from last show, but uh, of course, the AEW World Title picture is definitely a clouded one right about now. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk has a broken bone in his foot, um, and there's going to be a battle royal and a bunch of uh, long convoluted storyline to get us to Forbidden Door, where there will be an interim. AEW World Champion. Uh, that person will end up facing CM Punk, uh, possibly at All Out. So let the speculation begin. Um, I want to largely talk about what went down here in Vegas uh, as part of the uh, the Indies. Okay. Uh, you know, the Full Tilt Weekend Collective definitely was a full tilt. It was it, it was it was a roller coaster. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, all of the indie shows produced, and then some. Uh, from Future Stars of Wrestling to Black Label Pro to Game Changer Wrestling, you know, everybody put in. Uh, I cannot forget about Wrestling Revolver. Um, Wrestling Revolver tore it up as well. Um, everyone put out their best efforts during the weekend, and everybody crushed it. Uh, everyone's stock went up. Um, Chris Bay won the Wrestling Revolver title on the 26th. Uh, at the FSW versus Revolver show, mm-hmm. and then turned right around and lost it the very next day at the Solo Revolver show. Um, so Chris Bay is in the uh, the Wrestling Revolver annals of history, if you will. <laughs> um, also, you had Rich Swan win the Impact Digital Media title from Matt Cardona on the 27th at the Revolver show. Now, ironically enough, this happened the same day, earlier in the day, as when Matt Cardona tore his biceps in a match with Blake Christian, um, which is going to keep him out of action. So no need to vacate the title because he dropped it in a random match, or so a lot of people might have thought, to Rich Swan earlier in the day here in Vegas. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, so with that, let me let me jump in now to do uh, the highlights. Now, going back to what you were just saying, I was watching Impact and they introduced Rich Swan as the digital media title, and I was confused. Uh, champion because he did not have the title with him so i was a little i was confused because i did not know what happened at wrestling um revolver so they eventually showed a clip and i'm like oh so mac herdona ran off with the belt that he no longer is the champion of so i thought that was great all right <laughs> rich rich Ross is a, is a champion but can't show it that's great um anyway uh i enjoyed that with with um, SmackDown, so I, I like the the I love the the New Day and the and the and the brawling brute. But I thought what was even funny about the fact was that uh, is when Kofi was like, "Oh, is that what they're calling themselves, the brawling brute?" <laughs> because I thought the same exact thing uh, with that. But still, I thought that the match, the kickoff uh, SmackDown, uh, was really good. Also, I oh, and a highlight for me. Boy, you got the uh, the tag titles up for grab again. And um, what happens? You hear the Tribal Chiefs music on SmackDown. And I, I won't lie. I heard this music, and I became a 10-year-old quick kid. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I, it, it, I heard it. I was like, yes! <clears throat> Fuck. Just to see Sammy Zang was in the control room. <laughs> to throw off the match so the Usos can retain the titles. Man, they got me. But that was some good shit, man. And that was definitely a highlight for me. All right, Simon Street, what highlights did you have, man? A couple of highlights are uh, definitely, I, I was going to go exactly what you were saying. Sami Zayn, SmackDown. That's all, you know, <laughs> Sami Zayn is just, he at this point is an instrument of pure, sheer entertainment. It doesn't matter where you fit him. The guy could serve catering and still manage to entertain us every goddamn Friday. Uh, but outside of that, uh, another thing that that I really kind of got goosebumps on was uh, the Redeemer, Miros. That little promo he had and oh. shit. I was like, all right, bro. All right. Right, right. I'm telling you right now, as Sin City said, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, that championship is looking a bit uh, cloudy. Uh, I would dare say that Miro is definitely in the contention because mm. uh, he dispatched uh, Mister, you know, Johnny Elite quite, quite well. And so, you know, again, you know, um, things are looking really, really good, really, really good. So, so, so that that I'm gonna just cut it right there. After those goosebumps that Miro gave me. Well, listen, you I, so you got a, like 40 seconds. I just got a couple of questions to ask. And this, yeah, yeah, this could yeah. be for either one of you, uh, either mm -hmm. you or, or well, anybody. It don't matter. Mm -hmm. Now, Johnny Elite. So I'm confused. Why was he in that match? And why did he have to take the fall? Because I thought that he was, being that they just brought him out. He's not, he's not in their company. Oh, he's yeah. not. Okay. Yeah, he, that makes sense. Not, then. I, I thought he per, was. Per appearance deal. Thank you. That clears yeah. it up. Okay, um, who's next? Matt Michaels, tell us what is yours. So, uh, if uh, anyone wants to catch up on this uh, weekend's events, so you can go to FSW, uh, go to the network for six ninety nine. You can see the three events that they put on this past weekend. Um, 
lot of good stuff. Uh, you could also go to Fight TV and catch the replays of uh, FSW uh, versus uh, Wrestling Revolver, uh, of course, GCW, uh, and uh, Wrestling Revolver's other show they did here. Uh, and uh, Black Global Pro, I think, did use Fight TV as well. Um, yeah. So you can catch all those. Uh, some some of the names: Willie Mack, uh, Damian Drake, Anthony Green, Adam Brooks, uh, Juicy, Funny Bone, Hammerstone, uh, Davey Richards. Uh, just a, a just a lot of good talent. Effie. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, definitely was um, a great way to uh, to just kind of pepper in the rest of the the week because it's a long week. Um, but a lot of people too, in the wrestling scene here in Las Vegas, got a chance to, uh, do some work this past week for AEW as well. Uh, whether it was getting a fireball to the face, I hope Fresco Maddox, all right. Uh, or, uh, jumping in and, uh, getting your ass handed to you by, uh, a crazy man, uh, in Wardlow. Um, so there, there, there was some good stuff, good opportunities and, uh, all around good stuff, uh, going down this past week and uh we'll see what holds uh for the future uh coming up all righty let's jump right into our next segment which is too sweet for the week all right simon street what was your too sweet for the week well my too sweet for the week would definitely be uh you know, the matchup that we have with CM Punk, FTR, um, you know, after that match, you know, you had someone come out and it was pretty, the crowd, it, it's interesting. The only reason why I say that is because a lot of the times we do talk on the show. I know Sin City Steve has echoed the same thing that a lot of people don't really know a lot of the, you know, the talent in, in, in New Japan. And so the fact of the matter is that when Roshi came out, man, it was like, whoa, you're like, okay. And for me, it painted the picture of, okay, the forbidden door coming up for me, it, it I guess it, for me, it was reality. And it may seem a little stupid for people listening, like, oh, we already know we've announced it forever and ever, but I, I'm one of those people that I got to see it to believe it. And when I kind of saw it, I was like, all right, I felt like AEW gave him a good nod. They got this this really giving them their presence. I'm sure we'll see more and more as we get closer to uh, that pay-per-view event coming up. So that, to me, was too sweet for the week. All right, all right, all right. I'll jump in this right quick. I would say for Impact Wrestling, I my too sweet was definitely a match between Kenny King and Blake Christian. Uh, that to me was uh, listen. Um, Kenny King is this guy's another one that just stays on fire. Um, if you ever and I know I believe he does he does train at FSW right. Yeah. Like if you ever had an opportunity to 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 can get trained by this guy, you should do it. And I mean seriously, when you watch this match, it had everything you could possibly. Imagine that's in it, in character, and just an overall, just great performer. 
And 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 Blake is great too. I don't. I'm not too familiar with Blake Christian. I mean, he did a bunch of things that was that was awesome too. But but Kenny King just kind of knowing, um, you know, a little bit of just his background where he come from and watching him in Ring of Honor. When I saw this match, it just definitely just. It it, it it shined a light on me just how great Kenny King is. Like, I really wish he was even on, like, a, a, a bigger promotion of some sort. Nevertheless, another highlight for me. Now, let me be clear on this. I've talked about this. I released a, um, a Voices in My Head. If you got a chance to see that download pop up on your podcast, take a listen. Um, I mentioned the entire, my whole thoughts on MJF. Um, I'm still going to put that in my two suite. Now, uh, if it's, look, you many people will tell you, hey, it's a work. Some will tell you, well, it started off as real and then it became a work. Some will say it's not a work. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. He nailed that shit. <laughs> on there and i'm sitting back going like because the funny thing is is that even if it's if the shit is written or not i agree with what the shit he was saying when he said tony you are a fucking mark you know what i said yes finally somebody says what we've been trying to say all the time even on this show so it was just great to see that he come out and he says you know, everything, and he was just hitting the fans with it. Yes, I guess that was his quote-unquote pipe bomb moment. It is what it is, whatever in terms of that. But at least he presented it perfect. And um, and for that matter, it, it, it got my – it was definitely my too sweet for the week. But Sin City, I want to know what yours was for this past week. All right, man. Where to begin? So uh, I will echo your point. Uh, I don't want to uh, ra- you know, ramble on and on about MJF. He absolutely destroyed that promo, knocked it out of the park completely. Um, I do find it interesting that they chose to run that exact script uh, with executives in the house from Warner Media. And Discovery or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves oh, did these days. Did they really? <laughs> uh, just, just because. I mean, obviously, you know, you've got a guy literally dropping an F. Right, right, right. And you've yeah. got executives in the house. That's um, weird. But yeah. whatever. Um, evidently, you know, there hasn't been any major fallout from that. Um, elsewhere, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros put on what will probably be remembered as the best tag team match in Rampage history. Um, just 15 minutes. Solid, solid start to the show. And um, if you have not watched that, go back and watch it. Do yourself a favor. Give yourself 15 minutes to take that in. It was very, very good. Um, elsewhere, um, I want to talk about some of the, uh, the the folks that did the indie stuff. Um, because, yeah, special shout-outs to guys like Cole Radrick, who was virtually on every damn show that weekend, including being involved in a death match where more than the fair share of fluorescent light tubes was used. Oh, boy. Um, I, I personally had to bust out my sunglasses uh, <laughs> just so that none of the shards would fly up and hit me in the fucking there's eyes. A, there's a Home Depot um, somewhere that's out of stock on light bulbs. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Why not, man? <laughs> um, elsewhere, uh, Josh Alexander, Mike Bailey put on a hell of a match. Hopefully we'll see that in Impact soon. Yeah. Uh, Alexander also had a great match with Tom Lawler. Uh, Bailey had great matches with both Matt Vandegrift and Chris Bay. Um, Davey Richards, Gregory Sharp went to a 20-minute time limit draw on FSW. Both guys absolutely killed it the entire weekend. 
Richards had a, another great match with Hammerstone. And Sharp, quite frankly, was one of my MVPs for the entire weekend. He was on damn near every single show, including being an extra Dynamite Rampage and Dynamite yeah, the week after. I saw that. So he's definitely on their radar. Yeah. He's got a great look. Yeah, yeah, his stock went through the roof. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, cool. Matt Michaels, what you got? Well, uh, since uh, we've uh, bled over time a little bit, um, and a lot of that was covered, uh, the one person that I have to say was a standout and has been a standout for the last few weeks, that's Riddle. Riddle's been the MVP, and guess what, Steve? There's your answer. Matt Riddle is going to be your top babyface on Raw. Good. Fair enough. You y'all, y'all, y'all good with that? Y'all can accept that? Without a doubt. I can accept that. All right. Better for business. No doubt, no doubt. All right. Let's kick it off with uh, this week's WTF. All right. Uh, How about you, Simon Street? Let's go. (laughs) What's your WTF? Man, my WTF is not so much in a a despicable what the fuck I'm displeased. More like what the fuck are we going to see? Uh, pretty much Gunther <laughs> announces Intercontinental Championship match against Ricochet. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. The only other thing that was a what the fuck on SmackDown was uh, getting shankied. And speaking of uh, Ricochet, you better watch your girl. She was over there almost about to get shankied uh, after the Ginger Mahal match. I mean, those are the two what the fucks I can honestly say. I, I, but I mean, I'm just being real with you. How the fuck is this gonna work? No, no offense to uh, Ricochet, but bruh, you just better sell the hell out of them chops. I mean, I wanna see your whole chest cave in. I wanna see you flipping the air like a little fucking putty off Power Rangers and shit. I mean, I wanna see you be thrown, strung. I don't know, but yeah, that's what I said for what the fuck. So uh, pretty much, I'm gonna call it now. When this happens, we are going to have Gunther be Intercontinental Championship. Um, and we're gonna just see uh, how is it that he's on the same show as Roman Reigns. Like these motherfuckers don't go to catering at the same time. Like, like when are we gonna see Roman Reigns and Gunther? I'm just gonna say this, I don't understand the shit. Please but yeah, that's my way away from each other for as long as I- possible. They have certain separate lunch breaks, apparently, because they never cross to be on the same show. But anyway, I should fuck Good. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Why don't we go over to you, uh, Matt Michaels? What was your WTF? Okay. Um, my what t- uh, WTF uh, is this? Today's guest conductor for Take Me Out to the Ball Game, WWE Superstar Happy Corbin. Let me hear ya. A one, a two, a three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never come back. Let me root, root, root for the Cubbies. If they don't win, it's a shame. Three strikes are out of the old 
Please tell me he had a beer in his hand and he was inebriated. No, he can't sing. There you go. That was bad. That was that was one of the worst uh, for almost twenty some odd years of uh, guest hosts. That that was the worst. Yeah. That was worse than Fergie singing uh, "America the Beautiful." <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I guess, uh, City, you went. No, you know what? You go. No, uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> My God, Boy, Impact's an asshole today, <laughs> dude. I know. It's like he's feeling like super sassy. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I, I would say no more vacations sassy. for you, man. That no just, more vacations for you. That just Impact. shows I need more. <laughs> Um, so my big WTF this week, I, I'm not really going to talk a whole lot of shit about product, um, because there wasn't anything glaringly terrible. Um, I'm going to talk about a, what the fuck as in, this is something I've never seen before and yep, we'll probably see it again now, but, uh, at the pro wrestling revolver show, they had a remix title match between Trey Miguel and Kenny King. And uh, the stipulation for the match was simple. Oh. <laughs> if you yeah. if you cover somebody and they kick out, then you have to take a hit from a from a vape pen. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was Dude, weird as fuck. It was it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, both guys, both guys, they did exactly what they needed to do. They they had yeah. a, a really fun match, back and forth match, and uh, yeah, there was definitely the chant of smoke that shit repeatedly, <laughs> and uh, you know, fun was had by all. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was just very interesting. Uh, if you can go check out Fight TV, I can't believe I'm saying that, but uh, <laughs> go check out the replay on Fight TV if for no other reason than to support Wrestling Revolver, not to support Fight. Um, there you go. But yeah. 11 minutes, 25 seconds. Very solid stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I saw that, too, and I was like, oh, my. I like when they both just, after they took their hit, they just both <laughs> fell backwards. <laughs> Good shit. That was great. Again, Kenny King. They go the name again. But yeah, dude, guy. legit. <laughs> legit. The guy, the guy is so underrated. He is, like, for real. 100%. Dude. 100%. So underrated, dude. Dude. Yep. All right. Uh, this was kind of mentioned, too. Yeah, Shanky dancing, that was definitely a WTF. But what wasn't a WTF, though, is Samantha, though. Okay? That ain't a WTF. I was enjoying this two-step, you know? I was like, okay, all right. It finally got me, you know, from shaking my head at Shanky going, you know, dancing. I started dancing with Samantha on the TV. I started dancing with her. So you you was dancing with Samantha on yeah, TV? Yeah, on TV. I was, Oh, okay. Yeah. Get my Can you do that on. dance one more time? That's no, sexy. no, no. It only, it only happens once, man. I hopefully record it. Um, well, twice. <laughs> that'll, that'll be clipped. Can I, can I change my what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, can I change mine too? Because that was definitely what the fuck was that. Um, Los Lostorios uh, Humberto, as he was... Uh, Walking down, I noticed this, you know, he decided that he wanted to just randomly kiss a fan's hand. 
And, you know, being a nice guy, I saw, you know, he did that. But after she, after she got the kiss, she was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Which was sad because if you go back and watch that, you could tell that this woman have not probably been kissed since she was a baby. So she should have been happy. She should have been more happy than the pay fan that's, that's wow. actually looking for the kiss. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just saying. So what the fuck? She should have been jumping wow. up and down. Wow. Anyway. Or dancing my... like you were just now with yeah. the shanky dance. Yeah. yeah, that one. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, DJ, you just made all the fucking eyes go away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. All right, this is going to be real quick for me, so I'll start. What am I looking out for? Max Dupree. Yes, next week he's finally going to show us from the maximum male model, someone he's found that's going to be able to go to France and to, to Paris, but to also be able to, to main event at Mania. I'm so looking for it. I'm loving it, and I'm telling you right now, this is going to be uh, one of those characters that I'm going to enjoy. So that's my lookout. How about you, Matt Michaels? What are you looking out for? Uh, I, I am very interested to see Gunther uh, destroy Ricochet. I <laughs> pray that uh, that will take Ricochet off TV and maybe oh, make him go back to Raw. Uh, the um, Thea Hale has chosen Chase U. <laughs> For the school that she'll be going to. You had to see that coming. That is fucking brilliant. Uh, she just graduated, so I think that that is the best place to get your education nowadays. Um, uh, this coming uh, Father's Day, uh, it's uh, FSW's anniversary show on June 19th. Uh, we're going to see Hammerstone defend the title against Ice Williams. So there ice, could ice, be ice, ice. possible new champion at the end of uh of that night so that's going to be uh, very interesting yeah uh and uh just off the cuff uh doing some research and just happened to come across and this i did not know vaughn wagner is bo beverly's son yeah. of the beverly brothers did not realize that i thought maybe he was uh the son of the geico uh caveman but <laughs> pretty much so bo beverly who knew all right, all right, all right. Sid City, what you got? All right, so we are building for Forbidden Door, and I am, I, I I'm in for it. You're going all. to that show, right? I'm going. I will be at Forbidden Door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I was I was present for the CM Punk Championship win. Mm -hmm. I'll be present for the interim championship win. So that just means that I have to go to uh, All Out or wherever they merge the titles together because, I mean, it's only fitting at that point, right? You know, it was funny when CM Punk came out, to, when, he, when, he, when he said, hey, come out to see who I'm going to be fighting mm -hmm. from New Japan and whoever came out, he had the same look on his face as I did, which was, okay, so who's that? Well, wasn't it that's the dude from NXT with the jacket, right? <laughs> no. Anyway, no, Hiroshi Tanahashi is essentially the John Cena of Japan. Oh, um, shit. Okay. Legitimately. Yeah, because no one can see him because he's on New Japan. Jesus. 
Anyway, um, wow. so the, the rumored matches are Moxley and Tanahashi and Hangman Adam Page and Okada. So that, uh, that could be very, very interesting. Um, where else do we go? Are we going to, based on the video package, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that we get a uh, Los Angobernables uh, reunion between Roosh, Andrade, and Naito. Maybe you get Sonata in there and you have a, uh, like an eight, an eight-man tag. Um, that could be very interesting. Kind of bring in CMLL together um, with New Japan with uh obviously aew uh, very interesting stuff so I, i'm really interested to see how they structure this pay-per-view especially considering we've got uh what three weeks out yeah that remind me before i go over to you simon street i just remember mm-hmm. when you mentioned his name sin city something someone else i was actually interested in seeing i'm looking out for i saw on dynamite was that does that roosh yeah, it was. Dude. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was that was part of the do, of uh, I, double or nothing too. Double or nothing. Okay. The, the contract. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe that's said, where I saw that. Double. That- fuck the Andrade family office. Yeah. And and they even did the the Los Angobernables like fist bump. Got you. So yeah, I like. Yeah, Bruce. it's on. Okay, man. It's on. Y'all are uh, man. Y'all trying to do everything you can to bring me over, but uh, amen. <laughs> yeah, but remember Samoa. If you, if you, Huh? If you watch him, it's going to be Roosh with Andrade. So there, that yeah. counter is right now, and you just go, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, all right. Simon Street, what you got, man? <clears throat> well, I mean, definitely looking forward to pretty much everything that you gentlemen kind of said. But the one thing that I'm really looking forward to is Natalia versus Ronda Rousey. I think surprisingly, it will be a good sound match because when I think of how Ronda Rousey is as an in-ring competitor, I notice the type of pace and speed and style she is. Natalia is definitely somebody that can make that a better match than what she has on some people. I'll just put it that way. I am not, I'm a realist when it comes to Ronda Rousey. I think she's amazing, but she can still be very stiff. And that's just my opinion. Um, So Interested to see what WWE is going to do with regards to uh, Natalia. Um, are they actually going to put the belt on her? Are we going to try it again and see if she does? <laughs> I'm laughing, though. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because check this out, though. Cause check this out. Y'all laughing, but watch. But just watch. Okay? If she gets that belt, I'm just going to hear from y'all, too. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to hear from y'all, too. Look, fu- fucking okay. Fox. Oh, my God. Put the belt on fucking Natalia. We want viewers. <laughs> All right. Okay, hold on. Oh, were you done? You got something else? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm very much done. You, okay. guys, you gentlemen can go hey, ahead. Let me ask go you guys ahead. right quick. I'm just curious. When you guys saw all of you know, the women in that match, I want you to be completely honest. I already know who's going to say what. I already know. Let me write it down. Do you? Because I already know. Do you? Hold on. I know what I'm going to say. Who we wanted to win? Who yeah. we wanted to win? But Is don't say nothing oh, yet. Because Shayna Baszler. I wanted Shayna Baszler to win. Okay, Matt Michael, who did you think was going to win? Oh, Shayna Baszler. I wanted Shayna Baszler to win. Did you really? I'm being honest. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. I didn't care because none of them are going to be Ronda. Sin City, did you? You you may as you may as well have given the shot to Aaliyah. Quite honestly, <laughs> exactly <laughs> because because whoever won that shit is not going to beat Ronda. 
I'm agreeing with my with Matt Michaels completely <laughs> on this. You may as well have given the title match yeah. to fucking Aaliyah. Oh boy. At least Aaliyah would have looked good doing it. <laughs> That's true. All righty. Well, let's get it to our bestest show. Okay. I'll leave that alone. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, all right. All right, so what's the oh, – let me go over to uh, – I'll start off with you, Matt Michaels, your best in show. Apparently no one liked Raw because all I've been hearing is uh, every show but on that one. So, uh, And you would think a show that's leading into a major pay-per-view should be something worth remembering. Well, but, but go ahead. Matt, what you got? What's your best in show? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll say, uh, shout out to Matt Vandegrift, who is the no new limits champion or no uh-huh. limits champion for FSW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt had a great weekend here and, um, looks to, uh, expand on that. We'll probably, uh, down the road, see another Jay Vidal, Matt, uh, Vandegrift match, which should be great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, MJF, uh, basically did the only fucking thing that's been interesting on AEW television in three years. So good for MJF. And, um, yeah, he did it in front of the execs and he actually called out the execs and basically told them to go fuck themselves too. So yeah. nice job. If it's a shoot, if it's a work, who fucking cares? It's entertainment. Right. Oh, that's right. You guys are a wrestling company. I forgot. So <laughs> oh, I gotta just let, ask him, go. let him go to the, the entertainment company. It, it's, it's less of a headache guys. <laughs> um, and a big shout out to, uh, Natty Dolph Ziggler, the Miz, and the former Ember Moon, who uh, all appeared on MasterChef Junior this past uh, Thursday in a very entertaining episode. And um, Ember Moon, uh, Athena, yeah, uh, get it right. Well, you you won't you won't be getting opportunities like that anymore. So enjoy the uh, notoriety that you got for the uh, couple minutes you got it. Wow, shit! Okay. All right, mm-hmm. Athena, make it make it count. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all do realize her name was Athena before it was ever Ember Moon, right? They probably didn't know Sin City. They probably didn't know. They only watched WWE. So how much money? Yeah, yeah. Like you fucking. I knew about Athena way long before she got the WWE. But anyway, we digress. Let's move forward. Well, yeah. Why don't we go with you, Simon Street? What you? Uh, what was your best in show? I would say my best in show was um, AEW Dynamite. Uh, you know, for you know, following what was a from my opinion, uh, a damn good double or nothing. It was actually really good. A lot of the matchups were really good. You know, the, uh, you know, I, I really did like the, like I said before, CM Punk FTR, you know, versus Matt Caster and the, in the gun club. I thought that was cool. You know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, that MJF promo at the end, you know, I, I enjoyed it. it. Like I said, it was really good follow-up show. So I have to give it to AEW this week. Um, but that's not to say that, you know, uh, the going home show for NXT 2.0 wasn't bad either. Obviously, us talking about our last three count for the NXT um, in your house. So, um, but yeah, I got to give the edge to AEW. So that's pretty much uh, my best in show. I, we'll see what happens this upcoming week for AEW. They, they've been getting me for the last two weeks. So maybe we'll get three weeks in a row since City. I thought the coolest thing about AEW was that there was that uh, Kia form. Inglewood. They was in Inglewood. 
On the other hand, I was confused as to why, as big as that fucking arena is, they couldn't have put up their entire set. What was the reason for that? I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not into all that oh, stuff. Okay. All I know is the show Because I'm just saying, they've good. had they set up at every show hey, since they've been I, around. You know what? And, and this you know what? what? Hang on. Hang on. Let me... Um, I'll, I'll see if I can get, get TK on the line. Oh, good. While you get TK good, on the good. line, let, let me enlighten um, Mr. Saucy Pants over here. Hey, you know what? Some people may not always have the size, mm -hmm. but can go the hours. While some people with the size can only go about a minute. Speaking about going a minute, we've gone way, way over two minutes. So uh, go ahead, DJ. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is next? Is that you, Mackles? No, I already went. Uh, oh, Sid City. I'm sorry. It's me. It's not like as if it matters. It's just the resident AEW mark. Yet again, casting his vote for AEW Dynamite. Shocking, right? I know. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got the, the sixth man. And now... I have to mention this. The the six man, I I don't know if this is where, you know, where he injured himself, but obviously, you know, with him doing the dive out into the crowd, um, with CM Punk doing the dive out into the crowd, maybe that's where something happened. Um, because he did miss a couple of springboards in that match. So who knows when it happened? It would really suck if he actually broke his foot being an idiot and jumping over a guardrail, just putting it out there. Um, Johnny elite versus Miro. We had the Miro re-debut or return however you want to say it. That was awesome to see the guys, a killer. Yes. Push him to the moon. Um, I would, I would be okay if he won the battle Royal and took on Mox. Um, yeah. 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 He, high profile. Bring it on um, elsewhere. Again, you had the uh, the gigantic ten man tag. <sighs> Whatever. Um, it, it was it was solid though. That's the thing is the the entire two hours. It seems like as if the two hours for Dynamite every week are the easiest two hours of wrestling that I have to watch every single week. It never fails. All right, all right, all right. And for me, I guess I would put it towards SmackDown. I really enjoyed um, seeing uh, the 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 women's match to see who's gonna go against uh, Ronda, the new Matt Cap. Thought that was uh, great to see how he uh, came back from the ambulance with this new look and this new little uh, the new little saying: "No jokes, no cap." I like it? No suspenders. That's right. No suspenders. You know. And how about putting uh, Riddle and Shinsuke together? And what was good about putting them together is how about they have a good storyline? Both of their tag partners were injured. So now put them together and, you know, they look like uh, a powerhouse for the most part. I mean, they, they was going to take the titles before, yes, Sami Zayn, who is doing his diligence to make sure that it stays with the bloodline. So overall, I thought SmackDown, I, 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 gotta, I really do have to give props, though, to SmackDown because ultimately uh, someone like myself is really looking to see the tribal chief. And the question has to come is how, what are you doing to entertain me watching this and hoping that I at least maybe get a chance to see him. But if I'm not going to see him, at least have a good show where I can go, well, it was still a good show. 
you know, and and I think that's what's been working for them is overall they, they're putting really good uh, matches together. So that would be uh, my best in show. So we're gonna we're gonna end the show because we have one more we got to do. I do have to ask one more question though, and this is for you, Sin City. Um, so going back, and I'm sorry, this was actually I should have asked this during our our, our last show. But I got really confused at this one point. For the what was the crate? What was the match uh, again with um, with uh, Jericho? The JAS versus um, the Anarchy in the Arena match. Yeah, yeah. Is it the idea of of the sports entertainment? Isn't that supposed to be sort of like a a, a joke or a hit on to WWE? That whole yes. it is right. Yes. So why why did they win that match? Why because do sports it, it, entertainers because, be because professional? That's up blood and guts. Oh, okay. So yeah, basically they were using this as a way that you know the sports entertainers could win this one because it was essentially um, stadium stampede in an arena. Right. So it was it was set up exactly like how Stadium Stampede was during the pandemic when they didn't have fans right. and they just did that stuff in the in the Jags Stadium. It was set up the exact same way, except it was in an arena with people, um, which is by nature more of a sports entertainment type of a multi man match. So right. sports entertainers win the sports entertainer type match. Blood and guts is in about two weeks. Might as well count on Moxley and Danielson's crew, uh, crew to win that one. Got you. All right. That makes sense now. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. If you watch, thanks for watching. We do have one more that we're going to do after this live, which is our three count. That's when we have scrolled the Internet and found three interesting stories that we think would uh, interest you. And we're going to talk about it. So if you're watching this live, um, we'll be back in just a second. If you're just listening to us because you download the podcast, this will be Wednesday's podcast for in terms of the, uh, the the three count. So make sure you download Wednesday so you can hear a three count. Normally, it's released on Tuesdays. And with that, we thank you for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.